Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible each year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Thursday, the 1st of December, and on the Hebrew calendar it is the 7th of Kislev. This week our Torah portion, our parasha, is called Vayetze, which means, and he went out. Today our reading from the Torah will be Genesis 30, 28 through 31, 16. Before we get into those readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then he said, Appoint me your wages, and I will give it. Yaakov said to him, You know how I have served you, and how your livestock have fared with me. For it was little which you had before I came, and it has increased to a multitude. The Lord has blessed you wherever I turned. Now when will I provide for my own house also? Lavan said, What shall I give you? Yaakov said, You shall not give me anything. If you will do this thing for me, I will again feed your flock and keep it. I will pass through all your flock today, removing from there every speckled and spotted one, and every black one among the sheep, and the spotted and speckled among the goats. This will be my hire. So my righteousness will answer for me hereafter, when you come concerning my hire that is before you. Everyone that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and black among the sheep that might be with me will be considered stolen. And Lavan said, Behold, let it be according to your word. That day he removed the male goats that were streaked and spotted and all the female goats that were speckled and spotted every one that had white in it, and all the black ones among the sheep, and gave them into the hand of his sons. He set three days' journey between himself and Yaakov, and Yaakov fed the rest of Lavan's flocks. Yaakov took to himself rods of fresh poplar, almond, and plane tree, peeled white streaks in them, and made the white appear which was in the rods. He set the rods which he had peeled opposite the flocks in the watering troughs where the flocks came to drink, and they conceived when they came to drink. The flocks conceived before the rods, and the flocks produced streaked, speckled, and spotted. And Yaakov separated the lamps and set the faces of the flocks toward the streaked and all the black in Lavan's flock. He put his own droves apart and did not put them into Lavan's flock. Whenever the stronger of the flock conceived, Yaakov laid the rods in front of the eyes of the flock in the watering troughs, that they might conceive among the rods. But when the flock were feeble, 
he did not put them in. So the feebler were Lavan's, and the stronger Yaakov's. The man increased exceedingly, and had large flocks, female servants and male servants, and camels and donkeys. Yaakov heard Lavan's son's words, saying, Yaakov has taken away all that was our father's. He has obtained all this wealth from that which was our father's. Yaakov saw the expression on Lavan's face, and behold, it was not toward him as before. Then the Lord said to Yaakov, Return to the land of your fathers and to your relatives, and I will be with you. Yaakov sent and called Rachel and Leah to the field, to his flock, and said to them, I see the expression on your father's face, that it is not toward me as before, but the God of my father has been with me. You know that I have served your father with all of my strength. Your father has deceived me and changed my wages ten times, but God did not allow him to hurt me. If he said, The speckled will be your wages, then all the flock bore speckled. If he said, The streaked will be your wages, then all the flock bore streaked. Thus God has taken away your father's livestock and given them to me. And it came to pass at the time when the flocks conceived that I lifted up my eyes and saw in a dream. And behold, the male goats which leaped on the flock were streaked, speckled, and grizzled. Then the angel of God said to me in the dream, Yaakov, and I said, Hineni, and he said, Now lift up your eyes, and behold, all the male goats which leap on the flock are streaked, speckled, and grizzled. For I have seen all that Lavan does to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed a pillar, where you vowed a vow to me. Now arise, get out from this land, and return to the land of your birth. Rachel and Leah answered him, Is there yet any portion or inheritance for us in our father's house? Are we not considered as foreigners by him? For he has sold us, and has also used up our money. For as all the riches which God has taken away from our father are ours and our children's, now then, whatever God has said to you, do. That was Genesis thirty twenty-eight through thirty-one sixteen. And now our portion from the prophets is First Samuel chapters four and five. The word of Shmuel came to all Israel. Now Israel went out against the Philistines to battle, and encamped beside Ebenezer. And the Philistines encamped in Aphek. The Philistines put themselves in array against Israel. When they joined battle, Israel was defeated by the Philistines, who killed about 4,000 men of the army in the field. When the people had come into the camp, the elders of Israel said, Why has the Lord defeated us today before the Philistines? Let us get the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord out of Shiloh, and bring it to us, that it may come among us and save us out of the hand of our enemies. 
So the people sent to Shiloh, and they brought from there the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of Hosts, who sits above the Kuvim. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Pinchas, were there with the Ark of the Covenant of God. When the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel shouted with a great shout, so that the earth rang again. When the Philistines heard the noise of the shout, they said, What does the noise of this great shout in the camp of the Hebrews mean? Then they understood that the ark of the Lord had come into the camp. The Philistines were afraid, for they said, God has come into the camp. They said, Woe to us, for there has not been such a thing before. Woe to us, who shall deliver us out of the hand of these mighty gods? These are the gods that struck the Egyptians with all kinds of plagues in the wilderness. Be strong and behave like men, O you Philistines, that you not be servants to the Hebrews, as they have been to you. Strengthen yourselves like men and fight. The Philistines fought, and Israel was defeated, and each man fled to his tent. There was a very great slaughter, for thirty thousand footmen of Israel fell, and the ark of God was taken, and the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Pinchas, were slain. A man of Binyamin ran out of the army and came to Shiloh the same day with his clothes torn and with dirt on his head. When he came, behold, Eli was sitting on his seat by the road, watching, for his heart trembled for the ark of God. And when the man came into the city and told about it, all the city cried out. When Eli heard the noise of the crying, he said, What does the noise of this tumult mean? The man hurried and came and told Eli. Now Eli was ninety-eight years old. His eyes were set so that he could not see. The man said to Eli, I am he who came out of the army, and I fled today out of the army. And he said, How did the matter go, my son? He who brought the news answered and said, Israel has fled before the Philistines, and there has also been a great slaughter among the people. Your two sons also, Hophni and Pinchas, are dead, and God's ark has been captured. When he made mention of the ark of God, Eli fell from off his seat backward by the side of the gate, and his neck broke and he died, for he was an old man and heavy. He had judged Israel forty years. His daughter-in-law, Pinchas' wife, was with child, near to giving birth. And when she heard the news that the ark of God was taken, and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she bowed herself and gave birth, for her pains came on her. About the time of her death, the women who stood by her said to her, Do not be afraid, for you have given birth to a son. But she did not answer, neither did she regard it. She named the child Ikavod, saying, The glory has departed from Israel. Because the ark of God was taken, and because of her father-in-law and her husband. She said, The glory has departed from Israel, 
for the ark of God has been taken. Now the Philistines had taken the ark of God, and they brought it from Ebenezer to Ashdod. Then the Philistines took the ark of God, and brought it into the house of Dagon, and set it by Dagon. When the people of Ashdod arose early on the next day, behold, Dagon had fallen on his face to the ground before the ark of the Lord. They took Dagon and set him in his place again. But when they arose early on the following morning, behold, Dagon had fallen on his face to the ground before the ark of the Lord, and the head of Dagon and both the palms of his hands were cut off on the threshold. Only Dagon's torso was intact. Therefore neither the priests of Dagon nor any who come into Dagon's house step on the threshold of Dagon in Ashdod to this day. But the hand of the Lord was heavy on the people of Ashdod, and he destroyed them and struck them with tumors, even Ashdod and its borders. When the men of Ashdod saw that it was so, they said, The ark of the God of Israel shall not stay with us, for his hand is severe on us, and on Dagon our God. So they sent and called together all the lords of the Philistines, and said, What shall we do with the ark of the God of Israel? And they answered, Let the ark of the God of Israel be carried over to Gat. So they carried the ark of the God of Israel there. It was so that after they had carried it there, the hand of the Lord was against the city with a very great confusion. And he struck the men of the city, both small and great, so that tumors broke out on them. So they sent the ark of God to Ekron. As the ark of God came to Ekron, the Ekronites cried out, saying, They have brought the ark of the God of Israel here to us, to kill us and our people. They sent, therefore, and gathered together all the lords of the Philistines, and they said, Send the ark of the God of Israel away, and let it go again to its own place, that it not kill us and our people. For there was a deadly confusion throughout all the city. The hand of God was very heavy there. The men who did not die were struck with the tumors, and the the cry of the city went up to heaven. That was 1 Samuel chapters 4 and 5. Our portion today from the writings is Psalm 49. For the chief musician, a psalm by the sons of Korah, Hear this, all you peoples, listen, all you inhabitants of the world, both low and high, rich and poor together. My mouth will speak words of wisdom. My heart will utter understanding. I will incline my ear to a proverb. I will solve my riddle on the harp. Why should I fear in the days of evil when iniquity at my heels surrounds me? Those who trust in their wealth and boast in the multitude of their riches, none of them can by any means redeem his brother, nor give God a ransom for him. 
for the redemption of their life is costly. No payment is ever enough, that he should live on forever, that he should not see corruption. For he sees that wise men die. Likewise, the fool and the senseless perish and leave their wealth to others. Their inward thought is that their houses will endure forever and their dwelling places to all generations. They name their lands after themselves, but man, despite his riches, does not endure. He is like the animals that perish. This is the destiny of those who are foolish and of those who approve their sayings. Selah. As sheep they are destined for Sheol, death shall be their shepherd. The upright shall rule over them at daybreak, their form shall waste away in Sheol, with no place to dwell. But God will redeem my soul from the hand of Sheol, for he will receive me, Selah. Do not be afraid when a man is made rich, when the glory of his house is increased, for when he dies he will carry nothing away, his glory will not descend after him. Though while he lived he blessed his soul, and men praise you when you do well for yourself. He shall go to the generation of his fathers, they shall never see the light. A man who has riches without understanding is like the animals that perish. That was Psalm 49. And now for our final portion from the Apostles. Today we'll read Mark 6, 30 through 56. The emissaries gathered themselves together to Yeshua, and they told him all things, whatever they had done, and whatever they had taught. And he said to them, You come apart into a deserted place and rest a while. For there were many coming and going, and they had no leisure so much as to eat. They went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves. And they saw them going, and many recognized him and ran there on foot from all the cities. They arrived before them and came together to him. And Yeshua came out, saw a great multitude, and he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. When it was late in the day, his disciples came to him and said, This place is deserted, and it is late in the day. Send them away, that they may go into the surrounding country and villages, and buy themselves bread, for they have nothing to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. They asked him, Shall we go and buy two hundred denarii worth of bread and give them something to eat? And he said to them, How many loaves do you have? Go see. When they knew, they said, Five and two fish. And he commanded them that everyone should sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in ranks by hundreds and by fifties. He took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke the loaves, and he gave to his disciples to set before them. And he, he divided the two fish among them all, and they all ate and were filled. 
and they took up twelve baskets full of broken pieces and also of the fish. Those who ate the loaves were five thousand men. Immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and to go ahead to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he himself sent the multitude away. After he had taken leave of them, he went up the mountain to pray. And when evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land, seeing them distressed in rowing, for the wind was contrary to them. About the fourth watch of the night he came to them, walking on the sea, and he would have passed by them. But they, when they saw him walking on the sea, supposed that it was a ghost, and cried out, for they all saw him and were troubled. But he immediately spoke with them and said to them, Cheer up, it is I, do not be afraid. And he got into the boat with them, and the wind ceased, and they were very amazed among themselves, and marveled, for they had not understood about the loaves, but their hearts were hardened. When they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret and moored to the shore. And when they came out of the boat, the people immediately recognized him and ran around that whole region and began to bring those who were sick on their mats to where they heard he was. And wherever he entered into villages or into cities or into the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might just touch the tzitzit of his garment, and as many as touched him were made well. That was Mark 6, verses 30 through 56, and it concludes our readings for this episode. If you're reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll read 1 Corinthians 2 today also. I want to conclude by just saying how very thankful I am to those of you who are Patreons of this podcast and who support and show your love and encouragement. Um, It means so much, so much. So thank you very much from the bottom of our hearts. May you have a blessed day. May you go in the strength of the Lord. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.